gets lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or magic being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight fucking living the dream. You're too tired to come up with anything. No, no, it's episode 101, so it's like, I'm going back round them again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh good, because that means there's about, that means there's about fucking 50 before you actually get into this stupid habit again, so that's great, that's very good news. Uh, How are you? I'm I'm poisoned. (laughs) I'm actually poisoned. Um, Um, Like, I've been waking up after 12 hours sleep feeling like I've got carbon monoxide poison. Aye. That's just one of the six pranks I've been doing. <laughs> oh my god. Running a. Is this my stag? Aye. Well, you fucking. You've, now you've had your stag. <laughs> that bit's over, and thank god the stag is over. Had fun, but. That was a murder attempt, dude. <laughs> it you was. You're just trying to kill us? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> 17 of you trying to murder us? Right. And all died in the process. Nah. <laughs> just dropped like flies. No, some of them did. I've fucking stayed with it to the end. I'm still here. You're the one that's leaving. You were like, I thought you were asleep at one point, but you were physically unconscious. Aye. Aye, there was a fair few moments. You were like the honey badger? Have you seen the video of the honey badger Aye. where it gets bitten by a snake? Aye. And it kills the unconscious. One, and then I just came out and fucking ruined the rest of you. Aye. <laughs> got back in it. Aye, you got back in it. <laughs> back on the horse. <laughs> Oh, so start from the beginning. So the beginning was about when a man loves a woman. When I proposed, <laughs> um, I, I I made you guys best men, you and Matty, and you muddied the water so damn hard by releasing fake news, right? About when the stag was and what it was going to be and <laughs> who was going to be there and who was going to be there and releasing just like false. Just figured that since you were trying your fucking darndest to find as I much information actually. as possible, I wasn't well, the best way to do it instead, trying, of, instead trying of trying to, to, to stop you finding out information, the best thing to do was just flood you with information, and that includes telling it sh- you it's your stag do. So every day, every you fucking said, day, every day you said this is your stag do. We would be on fucking fortnight. I'd be in London. Yeah. You'd, you'd be in Edinburgh and we'd be playing Fortnite and you'd be like this is your, this is your stag do by the way yeah. <laughs> and like giving us shots with portions yeah. also coming up with alternative plans I had you convinced that I was going to America to do Conan yeah. Matty had you convinced that he was away on holiday Everyone, you were convinced you were doing punch drunk I even said to you somebody pointed out on Twitter uh, in the last podcast I asked you about punch drunk as if you were going to fucking be there yeah and then to give it a big old plug, saying yeah. this is my last punch drunk. Nope. And see me at my last punch drunk before Christmas. So I've actually done my last punch drunk before Christmas. Yeah. That's done. So, uh, yeah, because there's been a couple of times where I've been convinced it was my stag, where like, I was like, oh, I'm going to Dublin, and no, I've got my passport, stuff like that. Right? Hi. And uh, like, oh, there's this weekend coming. Uh, I'm in Sheffield. And yeah. it was such a it was such a weird circumstance that I got booked. He put out, um, Jules put out a... Um, a Thursday and a Saturday but no Friday right so I said hey I'll take that Thursday and Saturday as I'm free yeah. but um, but make sure with uh, Daniel that it isn't me stag do and fucking play along if if it is mm-hmm. because that's the only weekend that I have off oh, right yeah. and then um, it was like a, a day later Molly and I went hey have you got Jules's number the, the promoter 
And then, like, a day after that, he got in touch with me going, hey, you don't need to look for anything on the Friday. You can do the Friday. <laughs> I was like, oh, well done, guys. Well done at making that. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like I owe Jules a ball of fucking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I was just like, all right, well, if it wasn't that Dublin trip, I guess it's next weekend. So I literally... Downed my, I, I, like I was on high alert all of the time, but for one week I downed my alert. I was yeah. like, "You've got punch drunk. You're not next weekend. Just fucking, just enjoy your life." Aye, and we did. We did some previews. We went to Tring. We went to Tring, and you I did went, your gig in Tring. I'm on stage in Tring. I've just done my first preview, <coughs> and then you come on stage, which I found a bit weird. And then you mentioned. So it. when I walked on stage, you didn't think it was your stag. No, no, because you went, it's Kai's birthday, and you've done birthday shit before. Aye. You know, like, you've brought us, on my eighth comedy birthday, you've brought us a fucking cake on stage. Uh, there was the, the uh, my birthday gig in, uh, back in Blythe, in, yeah. uh, my, my last one, my 34th. Um, we had everyone ev- evacuate the room. So I'm not, uh, it's not uncommon that there's been, like, pranks pulled on stage before. Oh, but, but not fucking went, four days before your not birthday. Not four days before. Like, it goes, it's Kai's birthday in four days. And I was like, you know, what's this got to do with anything? And then uh, you went, but that's not what we're here for. We're here because it's your stag. And then pointing at the door, and there's Matty coming on with a, his camera phone out and a couple of sashes with Bright to be sashes, right? And a couple of shots. And a couple of shots. So I take my shots. I'm on the deck. The fucking crowd's really enjoying that, like, my stag starts today. And as I get off stage... That video is available online if anyone wants to see the reveal, by the way. It's on a, both... Uh, it's, it's, it's on my page, but also on your page. Yeah. So I, I, get, I get off stage, and, um, and it starts dawning on us that the geographical location of where we are... Where, excuse you. We're in, Tring, we're in Tring, which is a kick in the arse off of Reading. Yeah. Right, Matty has lived in <coughs> Reading for two years... And then he got a new job in Cumbria, and he hasn't moved out of the house in Cumbria yet because he hasn't moved all of his things yet. So I started piecing it together where Matty could be in town. He's got to just collect his things from Reading right. to move house. So this could be a false flag because he's muddied the water so fucking damn hard that you would absolutely play a prank. That just to make you think that it was just that especially, especially play it the week before. It's the week that you clearly think it's your stag. Yeah, well, exactly right. And I, I, I'm in this position new where I'm taking shots and you're buying us pints. And I've like, I'm like, oh, there's going to be a reveal anytime soon that this isn't my stag. And I've got to go ahead with my regular plan, which was go to Natalie's house in London where Natalie isn't in. <laughs> While shit faced. Well, while well, shit faced, <laughs> where our parents are in because yeah. they're like seeing some theatre shows, so they're up in London at that time. So I would have to like go in shit faced with a fucking brighter piece. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I would probably take that off um, and, uh, and, and Natalie's like, parents uh, fold and then get a really early flight to Edinburgh to pick up your car to drive to Punch Drunk this would not be a fun thing like, this would not I mean, be, it would be a good prank it would be a good prank to get me fucked up for that yeah. when like, I've got that ahead of us so that was constantly in the back of my mind and at this point he's confiscated my passport my phone my wallet my iPad any communication with the outside world yeah. so I can't um, I can't figure out if it's a prank or not yeah, because you can't text anyone for confirmation. So I started getting a little bit um, worried that... 
because I said I said to you guys, I've, I'm picking people up from the train station. I've got Elna Tiernan, who's coming for the punch drunk gigs, that I've got her at a train station in Cromlington at a specific time that I'm picking her up for. And I'm like, I need to make sure she's picked up. And you're like, I'm assuming Gav's got all that sorted. And I was like, didn't be assuming. Like, assuming someone's got something sorted, it could result in somebody being left at a train station. Right. It's fucking but, strange yeah, yeah. Right? And then you just relinquish my phone for 15 minutes to make sure with Gav that he had all of my punch drunk obligations sorted. But we also made sure that before we relinquish Kai's phone to him to give it to him so he could phone Gav that I text Gav just saying Kai's about to phone asking if you've got everything organised while he's away just pretend you know absolutely nothing about this fucking stag do and play along and Gav was like Roger on it and then you phoned him and apparently Gav did an Oscar worthy performance well because what he did is he neglected like the comments so flippantly right like so I rang him up and I just went Hey Gav, um, do you have the uh, transport sorted for the acts for this week? And he's like, uh, "No, you're doing it, aren't you?" And I just went, "Yeah, well, I've just been informed it's my stag do of Matty and Danny. They've just rocked up at my gig, and um, so they, they reckon it's my stag do now. So I don't think I'm picking them up." And he was like, "Oh no, no, you're, you're, I know when your stag is it's not new. You're picking them up anyway what, with the accommodation." And he just started talking about the accommodation, <laughs> like what, what we need for the acts. Yes, Gav. So he's like, "So Andy Askins is staying with his parents, and he needs the accommodation because I was hoping I would get two two of the holiday homes, but we'll only get one. But it is a three bedroom. It's going to be a bit cramped. Are they alright with that?" And I'm just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've spoken to Andy. He said it's alright with that." And I was like. He was like, well, on the plus side, fucking, you get to have a good night out with Matty. Right. And I went, aye, aye, that's good, but fucking, I'm glad it's not my stag because I'm under the weather. Because <laughs> 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 I had to put my sniffles down. Oh, you did, and, uh, and then he hung up, and I, I gave me, um, Matty, like, snatched my phone back off us, and I was like, well, it's not my stag, it was your phone. He was like, it is your stag. Yeah. I was like, it's fucking not my stag, I'm just funny, <laughs> as it fucking is. And I spent all of that day convinced it wasn't my stag. Oh, I'm talking like, I come off, so the last I left you, you were left off, you were, you were left off stage, right, convinced it was your fucking stag. I think, I'd send the message to Gav, I then go on stage to do my gig, I come off my, he's like, Gav just played a fucking blinder, he doesn't think it's his stag. So I come backstage to you just being like, nah, nah, it's not me stag, nah, I'm not an idiot. So I play another show and you're like, nah, I'm not doing the show, it's not me fuck. I mean, I'll do the shot, but it's not my fucking stag. And I'm like, I've told you, sit, like, I've told you, you 20 times. You told me in the airport that morning? I do, I do, no, no, I can't. I had a challenge from the boys in the group of how many times that day I could tell you it was your stag do very brazenly. In no other words, not mincing them or anything, not even mincing my walk, but just telling you straight <laughs> off. Just straight off telling you if you stag do. I got to 15, and then I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get to 20. And then I reckon I got to 50 because between us leaving Tring Festival to getting to London in the Uber to the hotel, I had to be like, it's your fucking stag. And you're like, Nah, nah, not a fucking idiot. I know what's going to happen. We're going to get out on the train and then we're going to get into London and then Matt's going to go off in another direction and we're going to go back to Natalie's. And I'm like... Because that's, that's what got us, right? So I booked the train tickets because we were like, we haven't booked train tickets to London yet. So I went online. You are merely a pawn in the chess game that I am playing at all times. So I, I am 26... I'm like limitless bitch, right? I'm, a, I'm 20 steps ahead of you at every single step of the way. Never think you can outsmart me. So, this is my route, right? Um, we land in Tring, right? And I'm like, have, have we got our train back to Tring yet? And you're like, I don't know. And I asked Marlene, and she was like, no, you just have to book that. So I said, like, oh, fuck. So I, I just went on, found a train that was after you finished, and then booked that train for after you're set into London so that we could get Natalie's, which was the plan. So I'm there going, well, Matt, Matt is here because... 
he's moving his stuff from Redden. Mm-hmm. And then we're on the train platform, and you said, oh, well, you're going to be embarrassed when we get into an Uber in Houston and say, the Gatwick Hotel, please. <laughs> and I went, the Gatwick Hotel? You couldn't have even researched no, a Gatwick fucking hotel, hotel right? <laughs> and then you fucking get on your phone and you fanny on and go, hi, the Beaumont Hotel Gatwick. Right. Right? And I was like, I don't know, you just fucking Googled that. Like, if I wasn't 100% convinced, I'm now 103% convinced that it's not because you've just fumbled a fake hotel, right? <laughs> and then... Um, we get on the train, which I booked, and the thing. And as we're on the train, I look and see Matty's bag, which is, which is like hand luggage, but it's still a bag. And I'm like, well, if you're moving your stuff from Redden, what are you doing on a train? To, back to London. Back to Houston. And it started like fucking dawning on us a little bit, like Matty's going the wrong way now. So, right. Well, me and him are going back to Natalie's mom's. You, you, Matty, you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's where we're at now. Yeah. Right? But you were, I've, and I've got videos, you were 103% convinced there was not a chance it was your stag, dude. Yeah. You were like, you're trying to mug me off, you're trying to make me look like an idiot. And I, I, was, and I said to you, I was like, if you're going to look like a fucking bigger fucking idiot now because uh. you're so adamant it's not. Which, by the way, for me and Matty was the greatest two hours of my life because we'd spent... 18 months living in fear of you finding out when your fucking stag do was. And now I find out and I'm still not convinced. (laughs) So we get to Houston and you've called an Uber and I get in the Uber, right? And at first I think maybe this is just going back to Natalie's because you called an Uber and you said it's going to Gatwick. And then I start like realising we're going the wrong direction. I haven't got a phone to check the map, but I start seeing signs for Gatwick. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not an idiot. And then like, and then at this point now, I'm like, I'm 50% 50% good. No, no, no. I went 50-50. I promised 50, didn't I? No, you I were, promised 50, but then said 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, you were like, you were like I'm about 63 at this point. So, um, the reason I was 60% is because you would totally do that. If you thought I was onto it when we uh, stagged it was or whatever, you would 100% blow a 40 quid taxi fare and 50 pound on a hotel, right? Just to have me stay the night in a hotel. <laughs> just to go, ha, you thought it was a stag, right? And then fuck off in the morning. So because you were capable of that, I was not willing to relinquish my doubt. I was not willing to relinquish it. So I was like, right, this is what's happening. So just Where- for any listeners, the moral of this story is, like, if you ever want to surprise your friends, just be an asshole for 10 solid fucking years and your friends will dr- distrust you so much that any nice thing you try to do to them or for them, they will deny adamantly until it's directly in their so, face. So I was going, this is what I'm 50% sure of. Again, I'm 50% sure... You're in the Gatwick Hotel and you've made it a room for fucking three because you've got a flight to LA. You're, you're still currently on plan A, right? I am now in a fucking situation where I've got to get to fucking cross London and Luton to get me flight to Edinburgh mm-hmm. and you've fucked me over, which is fucking part of the prank is me being fucked over. And Matty, you, sir, are fucking lost. <laughs> I was like, I just, that was my thing with Matty. I was like, this piece of the jigsaw puzzle doesn't fit in. <laughs> you are just fucking, you're wondering about it's lost like, right now. It's like that bit where you've just finished making something from, from Ikea and there's one bit of wood left and you're like... Now that should be somewhere. Yeah, you don't fit in with my doubt right now. <laughs> like, You're causing real problems uh, with my doubt. You look like a shelf, but there's three shelves in there. There's a three-shelf thing, so... Well, where do you, you go? Maybe you're a spare part, which is what you've been my entire life. <laughs> 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 so, um... 
So I guess we guess wake up in the morning and you fucking put us in some stupid clothes, which like charity shop clothes, which I just fucking passed off as like, oh, I'm getting to borrow some clothes from Matty's wardrobe, which is a joke. I never grew old. No. Um, and then we'll get through the airport and you, you tag me board and pass through in, in Gatwick. <laughs> and I'm like... It jokes on you guys now. <laughs> if, this is a, if this is a prank, yeah, yeah. It went so you've booked a, far. You've booked a, you've booked a flight for me so to go to Edinburgh, and then um, and then my friends started turning up in the airport, and like I just had to be like, oh, I'm ninety nine percent now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go hundred, but I've been hundred percent before, and you're not fooling me twice. Yeah, I've been hurt before. So we get to the airport, everyone starts showing up. So it goes uh, Milo, G-Tip, uh, Sponge, Elliot, Elliot, uh, and then eventually Barry. And we get on the plane. And that's when your stag do starts. So one of the big things that the stag do is uh, the whole point of us taking his phone and his iPad and his wallet and everything is to prepare Kai for married life. We were going to make sure that for the entire holiday, he was not in charge of any aspect of his life. If he wanted money, he had to ask for money. If he wanted his phone, he had to ask for his phone and do something in order to be allowed his phone. Uh, somebody was in charge of what he wore at all times. Somebody was in charge like of everything for, for he ate. Instance, there was one time where I wanted money for cigarettes. Yeah. Because I kept bumming cigarettes, yeah. right? And, uh, and then, which I, I decided to unquit for the four days. Yeah. Um, the... As calling for cigarettes, and you're like, yes, you could have uh, money for cigarettes if you go and find me a perfectly round stone. <laughs> so for like twenty minutes, <laughs> while we're all drinking a bar, Kai is like a fucking crack queen. I need cigarettes. Like 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 a little African boy searching for a blood diamond, just out <laughs> going through all the stones outside with people walking past. What are you doing, mate? Oh, nothing. I'm just just this looking for a bar. oval, but I'm filing it down. <laughs> <laughs> just running it off the Wild dressed like a fucking pillock by the way Milo absolutely nailed Milo Milo was in charge of all of the uh, clothes um, so we oh no, we'll go we'll go through everything as well uh, on and on the flight, who was it that was in charge of... Well, you, you put me in that... Oh, it was uh, Gareth. Gareth Wall was in charge of your drinks. Yeah. So we all fell asleep on the flight, and uh, Elliot steal the dirty little fucking snake, because he's a little boy, he, and he was getting he, excited. He took deputy, didn't he? Like, he was like, Gareth's asleep, so I'll buy you a drink. No. He just sleep on it as a sleep. No. And he just and he just bought you and he just bought you a white wine. He bought you a lovely drink. Drink one of the holder. And then you woke me and Matty up by sticking your fingers in her mouth. Oh, which I did and, with everyone. Aye. I had deep throat everyone with my fingers. And then and then you woke Gareth up with the same thing. And he was like, "Have you been drinking?" And I was like, "Yeah, steel fucking bought him a white wine. We're all furious at steel for giving you a nice drink." So your next one was uh, tomato soup and whiskey. Well, then, um, <laughs> what whiskey was it, Johnny Walker? Well, I wasn't even good whiskey. You poured a Johnny Walker into my soup. Aye. I, I mean, it was like, the most abusive version of the Bloody Mary. That was the black and blue Mary. Uh, that was a domestic abuse uh, Mary. Hemorrhage Mary. Uh, you know, I, I just like all, all of the fucking shit that he made us drink, right? I tried to take like a champ. The soup like, had such a horrible like, like aftertaste that just hit the roof of your mouth. But I just had, mmm, mmm, I love it. Can I have one more, please? He's trying to order me another one in that place. Oh. And when you're in that place, I would try to get you another whiskey and soup. I was like, we've been here and now we're fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been drinking, I've been on it all day uh, but you, you, did you, didn't you get around you bought it like a double tequila shot but filled it up with Tabasco sauce Oh, aye. and then got everybody around to watch me drink it because <laughs> yeah. you were convinced I was going to vomit and had cameras out and I just downed it and I was like thanks Gareth that was lovely <laughs> like, water streaming out my eyes as I'm keeping a brave face and then five minutes later just been like I'm going to be honest with you 
That really fucking sucks. I probably sucked. But I've, got, I've got the video. Actually, someone sent me the video of me taking the shot. I'll get that online. So we then turn up in um, uh, we turn up in Malaga, uh, and I'm in a bit of a panic because for some fucking reason my phone just deleted the Airbnb app. So I've got no way of getting in contact with the guy. Oh, We've been tra- been panic, uh, and I couldn't log on to fucking anything. And because it's on my phone. Barry tried to get me to log on to his one because you log in through fucking Facebook. It was this whole fucking ordeal and I was fucking panicking. So I sent everyone outside to buy booze. And fortunately, while I'm sitting there panicking, I'm also secretly waiting for the second flight to arrive, which is bringing... Because originally it was just the goats on that one. Yeah. So I was like, and I was like, as long as he thinks it's just the goats, this is fucking great. And there was still like a couple of goats missing. There was Mark Nelson who was Martin never El- going to be able to come. Mark Nelson could never turn up. And Rich Masada, we just convinced you that you couldn't afford it. David Canham turned up in the airport. That was a nice yeah, pleasure. He- and then Jimmy McGee, Carl Donnelly, and Nazos Manlo turn up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to fuck the rental car off at this point. Because we got a bus. Who gives a shit? Uh, went outside. And... Um, I mean, yeah, that was a that was an awesome reveal because Carl Donnelly being the the original naughty boy who got yeah. the tattoo was, and Jimmy McGee who were fucking dear friends with who was spent in um, uh, the the whole couple of months yeah, of yeah, Adelaide, Adelaide and Melbourne two thousand and. 2014, and then um, Nazas Manley, who's pretty much like one of my first friends in comedy. He he used to stay, sleep on my couch up in Newcastle. I would sleep on his couch in London, and, uh, and it was just like fucking three proper fucking. We best of friends from the comedy industry. So we then get to uh, we get, get to our hotel, our hotel, our villa, way way up in the hills in Malaga, way way up in the hills, uh, proper uh, exclusive sort of head, and it's away from fucking everyone. And um, without just being two boring people who are just going to tell you about, well, Matty kept uh, Matty made a thing of the whole day to like go. Barry wants a lap dance. Did you ever see that? He just kept coming up with it, like, as if he had these godlike powers. He's going Barry, you like, in the airport, he's like, Milo wants a lap dance. And I was fucking munted off whiskey soup at this point. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and I'm fucking, because I was just wearing cycling shorts with this fucking horrible jersey that you had on it. And uh, I started doing, like, you know, when you, you reach underneath and rub your finger down your ass crack. <laughs> across your fanny and I'd done that right and then as a rush of blood to the head pulled me fucking cycling shorts doing to me knees and pulled me butt cheeks apart in the middle of the airport fucking kids running running <laughs> running away my lord's like oh <laughs> dinner and the show so instead of just being you want to get that scene too Instead of just being too boring, cunts, they then tell you every aspect of the holiday. Let's just go through our personal highlights. Well, first of all, let's go through our personal injuries, right? I, um, I can't remember how, I have fully grazed my knee to the point where it's borderline infected at this point. That yeah. was from a game where we invented the Fortnite drinking game and I got wrestling with Milo. Did a, tried to, while running to Den, slide to touch Den, but what actually across happened gravel. was across fucking gravel. That's also where I lost half of my big toenail. I've got a huge infected bruise on my middle finger on my left hand from when we were smoking a shisha and I just put my fucking hand down straight into it. I reckon I've got three broken ribs and I can't remember how I did that. I've got no idea. I had one way I didn't want to walk because I had to be told what I was wearing and my shoes were up by the pool and I didn't have any other shoes. I could wear so Carl Donnelly gave me a piggyback decided to run with me and fucking fell yeah. <laughs> like two grown men fall and get the piggyback fucking sucks right? at one point so, we- uh, I also done um, fucking white tie with Elliot with no pads on and no gloves and we were checking leg kicks my fucking shins are in absolute tatters from checking leg kicks we done jiu jitsu which is you know the um, the thing where um, 
uh, stood over you and I'm butt naked and there's bruises all over my oh, ass. Hi. That's from doing jiu-jitsu on the gravel. No. There's uh, one of my favourite personal highlights was we'd been playing a version of sort of hide-and-seek and none of us knew where Jimmy was. And then we just sat outside drinking and be like, I've not seen Jimmy for a bit. And then just on the little roof above us, we just hear, ow, ow, ow. And Jimmy then throws himself <laughs> off the Jimmy. fucking roof. Turns out Jimmy was hiding on the roof near a fucking wasp nest. And Agitated it. Probably just pissing him off. And so there was a bunch that had been caught already because it was actually it was the Fortnite drinking game. So it was the people who had went out on the Fortnite drinking game because um, you had to go and find your different guns. You had to go looting to find out how many shots the other person takes. That's pretty much the gist of it. And then you go one to one with someone based on what gun you find. And the person that loses sits out as the other people carry on. So all the people that were sat out were just like having beverages and just watch Jimmy just fly off the roof and hit the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> and we just looked up and went wasps. <laughs> <laughs> and we just got back to our drinks. Uh, there, was a, there was a game we played as well. Oh, the fucking because it was on a proper fucking ranch, right? There was oh, like right. the main house, and then up the hills the pool, and then a couple of cabins by the pool where people could stay, and then down the hill there was like a barbecue gazebo area yeah. which had a couple of uh, huts. A little outdoor jacuzzi and a suicide swing. Yeah, uh, jacuzzi and suicide swing, which like swung you right over the edge of a cliff. And um, one of the nights after we come back from a night out, we played hide and seek around there. And this was when Dean and Brett had arrived. Yep. So shout out to two late arrivals, Dean and Brett. Who and, and Sam from Abandonment, who man. turned up for a 14-hour sesh and then went back home to do yeah. the show Aladdin. Day, I, day one, he just fucking come up, right? And then at the end of the day, left. And I was like, what? Was that it? <laughs> like, I just turned up for a sesh, didn't use a bed. Nice. Just fucking rocked up, had a sesh, left, and then done the music for the Aladdin musical. Oh, Some boy. Um, so the fucking hide-and-seek... Um, moment proper old school hide and seek that's den everyone hides in order to not get caught you've got to run back and say one two three block your name to uh, get caught before that so it's me looking I find most people that are off hiding in all the fucking bushes where there were definitely fucking wild coyotes speaking of which Mark Nelson had to walk home uh, speaking of which Mark Nelson did arrive I was waiting for that as a, like, a final uh, reveal right mm. fucking Mark, like we were watching the England match we were about to watch the England match and Danny fucking held my eyes walked me through opened them there's fucking Ferris Bueller dressed like Mark <laughs> Nelson <laughs> and I was like what the actual fuck because he couldn't come couldn't come he physically couldn't come he was on a family holiday right, at the but, same time but right but what? he left his family holiday to come sesh with the boys for 16 hours for 16 hours and then got his train back to his family holiday came back to the ranch couldn't get an Uber from the ranch so decided to walk down from the hill where apparently on the way home he got chased by a wild dog and had to kick it in the stomach to make it go away a fucking wild dog in the hills of Spain attacked him while he was fucking he was munted as well <laughs> he was off his and melon and then uh, the Uber didn't arrive he got to the train station late missed his train got on the next train fell asleep missed his stop <laughs> he was a fucking nightmare man well, we're fucking fair play to him. All right, so we're playing hide and seek. He took a massive hit and blew everyone's minds because oh, kept nobody, nobody you kept that secret from everyone. Nobody else, nobody apart from uh, Milo and Rich Massar. Because when, when people were telling me Mark couldn't make it because he was on a family holiday, they actually like believed that. They were yeah, just yeah. giving me information that Mark couldn't make it just so I didn't have my hopes up. And right. they, did, they knew he couldn't come. So when he did come, that was fucking amazing. So, I think that was probably like one of the main moments of my holiday was when he... like Yeah, because yeah, nobody it, expected Nelson to turn up. Nah. So we're playing hide and seek, and there's two people I can't find, and it's Kai Indeed. and Dean. And suddenly, um, I can't remember what it was, I think somebody just pointed, and it's you in the back of the car, and Dean in the front of his fucking car. 
right? And you're like, lock the doors. And I'm like, I'm absolutely not letting you get away with this, right? So I jump on the fucking roof, just ready of the car, just waiting for whatever door one of you cunts come out for me to jump down and take you. And then what I was not expecting was to hear the words of Kai Humphreys while I'm on the roof at four in the morning, off the fucking nuts, just to yell the words, drive, 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 drive! We were just off-road fucking scrambled with you on the roof. (laughs) Banging on the window like a zombie. Get into a halt next to the table as I fucking dive. I would fucking slam the table and fucking <laughs> amazing. Then there was um... Elliot. Elliot was fucking astounded. Aye. Like when the car skidded in the corner. <laughs> then there was um... let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about G Tip on night three, shall we? Oh my god. So we get back. Uh, that was one of the days we'd we'd gone into a beach club. We'd organised a fucking beach club where oh, it was. The pool party was amazing. The pool, pool party was, was like something off a rap video. Fucking Barry went. This is like the fucking scene from a porno that like before it kicks off. <laughs> we had, the bit you skip through. We had three beds. We had champagne at the fucking table. We had like two bottles of vodka. I mean, that was a hefty fucking. I do oh not. Oh my god! I couldn't believe the fucking prices. Like I, I glimpsed the prices. Thank you very much to everybody that chipped in. Like a. And I put the fucking quite uh, a bit down on that, but, uh, um, but it was it was astonishing. That was though. like all out. That was like fucking P Diddy parties like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get this one. Of the, there was fucking dances everywhere. There was one point where we're all jumping around in the fucking pool, and then uh, Kai decides to host a water aerobics class, right? So he's on the side of the pool, and the other fifteen of us are in the pool, just miming his every sort of thing. And at this point, we're just a bunch of drunken cunts in the middle of a very upper class fucking pool party that everyone's paid a lot of money to. But people are enjoying it because we're just having fun. So he's doing all. We're doing fucking Fortnite dances. We're being those fucking. I'm doing some original Aquafit moves from um, when I used to some, safeguard the pool when it was on. Thing. And then at one point, because he's on the side of the pool and the rest of us in the water, we do this for about five minutes. Everyone's looking and seeing what we're doing. Other people are starting to join in. And then Kai fucking planks right that's going to 30 <laughs> on the side of the pool and the thing is there's not a chance 15 comics are not doing exactly what you fucking tell them to join in the bed so 15 people in the middle of the pool then start planking just disappear under the water <laughs> start floating to the top lifeguard's got no idea what to do he's like are they drowning how can yeah. you fucking tell are they just plank honestly the reaction around poolside was like ripping a gig Aye. I was there in the we got a round of applause I was there in the plank position just going oh we've just crushed it <laughs> <laughs> we're getting a fucking OV off poolside but uh, it was funny because there was a uh, like all all the girls there were absolute posers they were like shameless posers like I was going to the bathroom and there was a girl in a thong bikini just like fucking taking a selfie of her ass in the mirror but like pouting and like like kicking her ass out and all that and I was like they've just got absolutely no shame with it it was so meant it was so you, good do you know when um, when they go to sit up Oh. They always like sit up in the doggy style position with an arced back for Oh yeah, right? just in just in case there's a stray yeah. cameraman. And then they'll then they'll uh, then they'll sit up with the hands on the back of their spine and try and touch the elbows together as they put their boobs out and mm. flash their heads oh. out. Every one of them came out of the water like they were in fucking Baywatch. Uh, so I was just making sure I just done the absolute same. Every time I got up, I went anywhere. I was just in these little fucking speedo trunk things that Milo had got us on, or the camel toe. <laughs> yeah, I just kept doing the same poses. Is this what they want? I would get, I would get my legs and just hold them by the knees, just legs akimbo going, is this what the girls want? Is it, I just want to, re- I just want to peer forward. Is this what they want? And, so, uh, what, what was it when the, because we were calling one of the groups the Kardashians, because they're like, just, they were like carbon copied off the Kardashians, right? right? And they got in the pool and went underwater, and then fucking Cullen went, I was expecting a face to float to the top. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we do we do. There was one man that that tell you about this. This beautiful black girl like bent over to pick something up in front of her. You know that classic bending over to pick something up, posing trying to find a rich man. And I just made a fart noise like a right next to her. Oh, she did not like that. She wasn't like, ha ha, what are we like, bit of banter. She was like, you fucking dare ruin my image. <laughs> you actually caught me with a stink eye fucking with three times. I thought she was farting from. from. <laughs> She's just looking at this guy, you fucking, the image I've spent fucking years perfecting. I'm the fart girl now, is that me? <laughs> so we then, we then uh, that's when Jimmy, Carl and Naz had to uh, tap out like a bunch of pussies. Uh, to go back to their normal lives, we then get the. Uh, that was that was a sad goodbye because we'd have a fucking great time with those boys. Like we then go uh, back, we get on the ch- uh, bus back to the fucking villa where we're then involved in horrific, horrific traffic. We're in a fucking sod, and we stop off service station. We get some oh, more that booze. Service station was a godsend to pick up some booze. Pick up some booze. We were starting to dry up on the way back. That's, that was the problem. It's fine if you're drinking. Drink anyway. Right, right? yourself. And then we just go look. Tonight we've got a bunch of food. We'll cook a bunch of the food that we've ordered. We'll drink because the set one rule of the stag do is once you get through customs in Malaga, you buy duty free on the. You buy at least one bottle of duty free booze on the other side, and everyone just went for two because it was like eight pound liter bottles of vodka and gin. So like, look, we've got all this. We've got all the fucking mixers. Let's go back to the house. We've got a punch bowl on the go. Let's get a punch bowl and let's just try and clear out the fucking booze. We get back and that was a heavy sesh. I found a ping pong ball on the floor, and I was like, you know, this means fucking ping pong, uh, beer pong. So (laughs) it means ping pong. Ping pong, yay! (laughs) So it's me and Cullen versus uh, uh, an array of fucking people. Uh, But Gareth Waugh, I'll say this about Ryan Cullen. Ryan Cullen in beer pong is an absolute fucking sniper. I have never seen anyone like that. It was the funniest thing to watch. And what made it more funny is for some reason he had a personal vendetta against G-Tip. And I'm talking anytime G-Tip filled up his cup and put it down on the table, Cullen went no and fucking straight in. He was doing like fucking round the back of his headshot. I I got a behind the headshot against Elliot Steele that I fucking lost my mind in. Cullen won point that it, and fair play to G-Tip he, he wouldn't downed, even break conversation he'd just be tacking away at him and ping just got right, him not looking uh, G-Tip drank everything that was put in front of him he must have drank about uh, two pints of homemade sangria in about 20 minutes and when I say homemade sangria I meant we bought bottles of sangria I then poured red wine and vodka into it and squeezed about two oranges so it was like double the fucking strength of normal sangria he keeps on this back. At one point, um, at, one, at one point, Gareth was fucking smoking, right? <laughs> at one point, Gareth was fucking smoking and um, threw his fucking cigarette over it. Cullen, Cullen threw a ping pong ball into it, caught the cigarette, took a draw. Uh, oh, that was it. No, Gareth threw the cigarette. Cullen caught it, threw the ping pong ball straight in, took a drag of the cigarette, and just went, I don't even fucking smoke. And then did he not throw the cigarette in as well? Oh, and then he threw the ping pong ball in. Threw the ping pong ball in after. And get that, look, two pints of fucking vodka and sangria in uh, 20 in, uh, minutes in, does in something Gar- to him. Gareth man. just disappeared from behind his eyes and it was replaced by the blue flames of Hades. It was like, <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He was shouting on, trying to get the game of beer pong and people were trying to cut him off. 
like you've had too much and I was like fuck that had too much let him play let's see what happens it's, 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 it's my star do I want to see what happens because from now on this is a medical experiment and I will say this I have seshed with Gareth Waugh for about three or four years now right uh, the man can fucking sesh. The man can drink a lot. I've never seen. He's one of the. I've always said about he ne- pilot never never leaves the ship. I've but never it, seen. But it did this time. Fucking it, hell! Did in, he eject? And it was. Um, no, no. He was like the fucking. He was like that fucking uh, German wings guy. Just fucking got depression, locked the fucking door, and decided to plow into the side of the mountain. <laughs> the mountain. <laughs> it was. Uh, he was what I can only describe as old school old man drunk. Aye. Like Nick. Think Nick Nolte and Warrior. When when Tom when Tommy has to hold him back, uh, he was just like uh, he was Eugene drunk. He, he, he tried to flip the table several <laughs> this times. This is when he tried to flip the table, right? So he was allowed to play beer pong, and he was my partner, right? And he got put out straight away by Cullen, yeah. right? Downed his drink, and then I, I ended up throwing a ping pong ball, and he's arguing, "Can I be back in? I want to be back in. I, that's not how it works. I've got to get put out, and then it's somebody else's turn." He's like, "No, no, I've got to be back in." So I was like, "Right, you can be back in. I want to see what happens." <laughs> I filled him up another drink and put it down and I was like right you're back in he was like let us back fucking in man I was like Gareth you're in he was like hi let us in let me get in and then he started trying to tip the table but didn't have the strength and only managed to like push it backwards a bit just like pushed Matty in and wedged Matty up against the wall by the table and then Matty just threw the ball and put him out <laughs> I had to down it and, and then you had to it. hold him down and then because we wouldn't let him in when we actually would let him in he started trying to kick off and at first Tom tried to pick him up and when Tom picked him up he ended up like swinging his foot up and kicking you in the face and nearly broke your nose Aye, and you hit the target. deck Aye. and you were like I thought you were a proper medical situation because you were like down holding your face and everyone was around you well I've got a fucking big nose to hit and when you push it back into the thing you push a little bit of my brain out of the back yeah that's what happened <laughs> Come out here, yes. So, um, so you were down. <laughs> he kept me in the nose, my brain, and brain started coming out of my ears like a fucking play-doh machine. <laughs> so you you went down. Tom let Anna Gareth, and Gareth got up and started trying to fucking like he was in riot mode. Oh. He was in full riot mode. So I pulled him in right, and I got him in like a fucking body lock with my hands. But I like I, I got my leg right around his waist and hooked mm. my other leg over the top of it like a jiu-jitsu triangle, oh. and held him in like that and started trying to soothe him. And, and Gareth like fucking wide-eyed, going, "I'm gonna knock them out." <laughs> it was like it was like he was he was the, he was the Hulk, and you were Scarlett you had to just to put your hand up, being like, "Sure, it's, it's getting it's getting light." outside <laughs> and I'm, I'm laughing me fucking heat off right I'm like going, Gareth man you're not man different knock them all out he was going but I could though couldn't I I was like, I was like aye but different <laughs> that be mates <laughs> different knock me mates <laughs> so I was holding him like that for ages right and they like, fucking trying to calm him down and stroke his hand shit right and he's proper old man drunk and then and then he's like, right, right, I'm calm, I'm calm, let us go. And I let him go, and he's going, right, let us on. And I him back in. And he fooled us about three times like that. And then we had to put him to bed. And then he started getting fucking sleepy, right? And I, carried, I carried him up. From our arm run the shoulder, taking 100% of his body weight, right? right? He's managing to put one leg in front of the other. And I had to take him up these stairs where his bed was, right? The door was a, a trap door. All right, proper door, Anne Frank door. The door opened like a proper Anne Frank door, and then we get we get him upstairs, and I put him into this double bed, right? Because it was a double bed with two mattresses on, two right. single mattresses on a double, right? So I put him on the on one of the mattresses. Um, that's that's going to be important later. 
<laughs> and then I come downstairs and I shut the trap door and I start having this sobering feeling. As drunk as I am, I'm fucked as well. Uh-huh. I've been fucking out all day drinking too and beer, beer ponging too. And I'm like, fuck, if he tries to come downstairs in it's, that stairs, he's going to die. Them stairs are going to kill him, right? They were like a steep fucking like old school wooden. Right. And also, it's not it's just straight down there. It's like there's a wall at the bottom and then you turn left. Like that's the that's the neck break one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more vertical than horizontal right. steps, right? So I'm like, fuck, what if he comes down? So probably, probably the most uh, conscientious person that I know from this party, right, is Rich Masara. So I, I, I confided in him. I was like, Rich, if he comes down there, he's going to be fucked. He was like, well, it's not... Just take him, take him up a sick bucket, take him some water, make sure he's all right, keep an eye on him. Right. I think that's the best we can do, right? Fucking better than trying to bring him downstairs and put him in another bed. I probably made the mistake of just putting right. him in his own bed. I should have put him in mine, ground floor, right? So fucking went up, sick bucket by the bed, a glass of water by the bed, and then Rich realised he still had his shoes on, started taking his shoes off and, like, yanking them off. But what it had done is pulled the single mattress over and over with every yank of the shoes until it was, like, balanced on a fucking hinge on the side of the bed. And we, as we walk up the door, do the hatch, we just hear... Right, the fucking mattress just spits the mood onto the floor. It's fucked up as he is. And we had a gun back and it hadn't woke him up. He was just unconscious on the floor after falling to bed. And we had to pick him up and put him back on. And uh, we left him there. And when we went over in the morning, there's a massive puddle of piss in the bed. Fucking stinks. And we asked him, we're like, did you piss in bed? He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I pissed, remember doing it. I pissed in bed. We're like, what's the difference? He goes, well, I got my dick out. Like a little Belgian statue, <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking pissed like up and as far away from his body as he could, but with no aim, like wedged in the fucking middle. So we had to wash them bed sheets. Oh my god, that that was just before the hide and seek as well. Aye, like that was when he, when he folded. That's when we went down to the suicide swing and done all the hide and seek shit. Fucking, you know, one of the funniest moments for me. And this ain't gonna sound funny because it shouldn't have been as funny as it was. But you know when you filled up like a fucking ton of water b- balloons and put them in the pool. Oh yeah. So we, we were like day drunk. I think it was the next day after that, wasn't it? We were day drunk, and you just filled up all these water balloons, chucked them in the pool. So the swimming pool was like a ball pit. Yeah, water yeah. Water balloons, right? But they didn't burst on impact. So I belting them at each other and they based on impact on the wall Aye. but on your face they just fucking wrapped around your face and hurt <laughs> so we were like fucking lynching each other with these and then uh, and then Gareth just randomly fucking come up and shoved one in my mouth right and started fucking face fucking us with it and he was laughing because like I fucking moved me sunglasses doing and made eye contact with them proper creeped him out but then Matty come along and just properly grabbed it and started going you're fucking like that don't you and I was genuinely choking to death on a fucking water balloon and I'm going oh, 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 oh. Fucking it just wasn't bursting and, like, oh, oh. and obviously that gives me a newfound respect for Natalie <laughs> I mean you're not as big as a water balloon <laughs> oh. Colin on the other hand Jesus what the fuck was that fucking Christ so what the fuck was that we all went like so by the end of the thing we were just happy to get our dicks out which we always have been you and me on day one showered together did each other's backs did, did each we? other's oh, I, <laughs> I remember that to each other's fronts. At one point, I went for a shower and I was just showering with the door open, fucking cleaning my arse or cleaning my dick and just walking through butt naked past Cullen, right, with my big dick and I go to Cullen and I'm like, fucking see this bad boy and he's just like, aye, aye, whatever and then Cullen doesn't mention anything, just goes into a shower, right, and then walks out, uh, walks out and I'm like, oh, fucking Cullen, your, t- your towel's hanging down the floor, you're gonna, that's your dick? <laughs> oh my like, God, it was like, he put you to shame? Did I? 
It was like, what the fuck is that? You've been fucking the whole time and he hasn't mentioned it. He's not mentioned it. He like, the for, th- for five years, all the jokes have been about the size of my dick and Colin's just been sat there being like, aye, aye, whatever. Oh, but it was pretty funny after that because he kept holding up his little finger at the ears. He was it? I used to think that meant call me. <laughs> when people hold up their middle finger, I thought it meant call me. Aye. Oh, I've been knocked off the big dick chart. I mean, I'm still, I've still got a big dick, but compared to that monster... Uh, it was ugly looking as well. Oh, I fucking looks around corners. <laughs> it, had a, it had a waist. <laughs> he puts a belt on it. Like that's how that's how his dick comes. It doesn't put it around his old neck. He puts it around its dick neck and then whacks off his head. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> not for me that one. Nah, not top bits. <laughs> oh god. But uh, what time are we on? No, right, we can move on to your dad jokes soon. But I'm, I'm in fucking tatters now, man. Like that was because that was like a fucking whirlwind had hit us. Because like if I went from just being under the weather, I had a preview and Tring, to like on the most fucking hardest core. Because fucking we oh, went, we'll never top that sesh. That was. Nah, I've peaked. Aye. I've peaked like because I, I made it like a personal thing that um, to place every night. I was like. I managed to fucking podium finish every single night of the holiday and I was like, I've done myself proud. I was fucking king of the sesh for my own stag do. Put 17 blokes to bed on a fucking daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, it's true. And I'm fucking, I walked away from it, can I just walked away again. Well, that's, I've pr- like, it's me proven. I've did it. I've fucking, I completed session. I survived my own stag do. Yeah. And so now it's all just fucking downhill. Every single person on that stag do put, put in a 10 out of 10 fucking performance. Even, like, even the war on that fucking night. That was war at the end of a... Because he podium finished on, on the other yeah. three nights. And, also, and that was the only night he went to bed. He was the f- also, I will say for this, that fucking night, he was one of the first on the next morning and he was the one that made the first fucking batch of cocktails. Went straight to the pool. No, that he was- wasn't the first that we were because we went and got him up immediately because we needed Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Because he said, he, this, this was Gareth's words, he was like, I didn't remember any of last night, but I knew I'd done something wrong because I woke up to you two stood over me. And when I looked up and saw your faces, I was like, oh, fuck, what have I done? <laughs> One of my favourite memories, we had a big uh, fucking soup bucket, which we were just making all these horrendous cocktails in. So after the big water pulling fight in the fucking pool, I went down, got it, got the ladle, and just a little Richard, uh, Richard David Attenborough documentary of just being like, the wildlife in Spain is absolutely beautiful. I've just found a, a, a little nest and started making cheap, cheap noises. And then you, Colin, Gareth, and Matty all come over, and I just fucking ladle fed you. Stretch next. Stretch, <laughs> stretch next month. Pushing, pushing each other out of the way like little just fucking bird. position. <laughs> oh, everyone oh. on that stage put in a fucking 10 out of 10 performance. Like, you can't quit. You can't quit question the legs of anyone on that holiday nah everyone's got a fucking jaw an iron jaw they can kick a punch Uh, there was fucking dark moments like there was a moment on that last night out where everyone was just enjoying dancing and shit and I was like we just had a bit of a huff didn't we Aye. We're, we're in the fucking nightclub because there's a couple of boys out that wanted to go out like fucking Elliot, Elliot Steele's 21 he wanted Aye. to go and have a look around right Aye. and there's a couple of them just love dancing like fucking bunch of queers <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a fan of dancing I'm, I will dance if I'm on pills but most of the time I can do it for 10 minutes and then it's done 
Right, I, I, I went to that nightclub, right? I danced ironically for 15 minutes, right? Done a couple of muggle Fortnite dances, and I'm like, I'm done. And like two hours later, and Tom and Milo are still giving it big licks on the dance floor. I'm like, surely you've done every one of your moves now. What are you oh. even doing now? What are you getting into this? Is it exercise? Is it sport? Like, I know you aren't looking for women. Aye. <laughs> like, what, what, even, what are you even dancing for at this point? You're not on Eckies. Aye. <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not even drunk because you've stopped going to the bar because you've stopped going to the bar. Aye. Because <laughs> you're dancing. Like, we've been going to the bar because we've been propping the cunt up. But what are you even getting out of it now? And they were like, do you not just love dancing and hearing the music? I'm like, the music was better at the villa. Aye. I think I'm just longing the tooth for it now. No, because I'm uh, like, I've, I've, I've never enjoyed dancing. I think I did when I was, because um, this is what I think. I think it's just a, um, it's like a mating ground. It's like a real primitive basic. Like, um, you know, when you see a documentary with a lizard that like plumes out its gills. They're not gills, but you know what I mean? They're like aye. fanned out. And, and then they'll do like Peacock. a little dance stood on their back legs and they and they'll shake, shake their fucking fins or whatever they're doing, right? And then, and then the, the mate might take it or leave it. That's what dancing is. Dancing is going in front of some scantily clad women and going, hey, pick this one, yeah. <laughs> pick this one. <laughs> but then when you get like two 40-year-old blokes who are practically married, right. one, one of them is married, right. pick this one. Oh, no, no, I don't want to be married. Right. Yeah. I'm just doing the dance. Yeah, any girls that come up to them like, no, no, sorry, we're in relationships. It's like, I mean, you cannot blame the girls for thinking... <laughs> <laughs> like you were doing the mating dance yeah and you, you, don't, you don't get a lizard do you you don't get like an old lizard doing the mating dance just wanting to know he's still got it no, just one peacock just fucking trimming his feathers doing the thing and the second a female pe- fe- female peacock goes over she's just like hey and he's like can you no. stop interrupting me <laughs> I'm sorry Hi, I'm doing this for me uh, oh but uh, so that, that was that was the one point where I was like just, I was drunk, I was tired, I was worn out. And it was at that point where you felt like you couldn't get off your, off your face anymore. Right. You were like drunk but sentient. You, you weren't lost in the moment anymore because you were just so fatigued. And I was just like, I can't stay in this dance club anymore. I can't right. do it. Had a so walk. We just went out and walked one of the streets, had a look at the cathedral. <laughs> did, a, did touristy shit at 4 a.m. We did touristy shit. We then got home and got on it. <laughs> Um, but but uh, it was one of the, the one thing that's worth mentioning as well it was when we were in the um, jacuzzi and everyone's starting to get out. I, I started pissing in the jacuzzi when we cock out, right? And Matty clocked it, grabbed Cullen by the heed and dunked him under the water <laughs> and just put his heed next to me. Next to me, cock while I was pissing. And Cullen just came up and went, I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> it was just an avalanche of toxic masculinity, wasn't it? Oh god, it was so good. It was like we're just fucking. It's like we've got all this t- like toxic masculinity pent up, mm. and we just locked ourselves on a ranch in the hills in the middle of nowhere yeah, and just, we just just released it all. Made sure, spleen. made made sure it didn't affect any of society. <laughs> it was just that look. This toxic we're masculinity got hurt. It's, it, it exists in our it exists in our head. Right, we're tr- we're working on trying to get the toxic masculinity, out, but sometimes it's in there. We're just bleeding the radiator, right? But taking a fu- taking a fucking axe to it, mm. just probably getting it all out. And now all I want to do is put a couple of cucumbers on my eyes and have a spa day. Oh, I want to be an arse. I've got to do my system. <laughs> I just want to exfoliate and have a cuddle. Aye, oh, aye. Oh, right, should we move on to your dad jokes? Shall we? I've got to fly back to London now. I still haven't been home yet. Since the stag. Oh, here we go. Should we do with muggles? No, we don't have time. Uh, Your dad buttons his own shirt with his teeth. 
Your d- <laughs> that's how he seduces women. <laughs> your dad can't dab. <laughs> when Jimmy tried to do a dab, everyone Who? dabbed around the table and Jimmy done tiger claws. <laughs> See, I don't know what it is. Uh, your dad got cast as a sheep in the school nativity and he hasn't been in school for four years. <laughs> your dad bought his toast with his feet. Not with a knife in his feet, <laughs> just with his feet. <laughs> Yo, when your dad orders, orders a fry up, he says, can I swap the bacon for another tomato? <laughs> oh, uh, your dad wears a fedora. <laughs> your, your dad is the fastest dancer in Fife, but only because you've moved to Edinburgh. <laughs> Your dad pedals really fast on a bike, flips it over, then wipes his arse with the running tire. <laughs> your dad thinks monogamy is for mugs, and that's why he's never cheated. <laughs> your dad has a signed copy of my DVD, and not signed by me. It just says, to Kev, from Kev, hang in there. <laughs> your dad buys a screwball from the ice cream van and makes a small incision in the bottom so he can get the bubble gum without taking on any calories. <laughs> Your dad has a flat foreskin from the amount of times he's accidentally slammed the laptop close to it. <laughs> your dad claps with his teeth. <laughs> your dad was on your stag day. You just don't remember it because he's so fucking dull. <laughs> I kept doing that at Cullen. Well, Cullen was there. I kept going. I wish Cullen was here. <laughs> your dad visits the cemetery to smell the flowers and because he has hair fever, it looks like he's mourning. <laughs> your dad shelves chicken nuggets. <laughs> Your dad carries poo bags around with him in case he spots a shit that he might like to take home to your mum. <laughs> your dad wants to be a slinky when he grows up. <laughs> your, your dad got a gypsy to publicly blow a handful of dust into your face before sports day so locals would bet on you because he owns the bookies and you knew, that you knew you'd lose. <laughs> your dad shoves a basketball up his top, pretends he's pregnant and then goes to the abortion clinic. <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> I'll do it myself if it's too late term for you pussies. <laughs> oh my god, I'm still in recovery. Aye. I think um, there's probably going to be stories from that fucking stag do that leak out throughout the remaining fucking. Aye, once we once, once we bring other people who were on the stag do back on the podcast, they'll we'll tell remember their more shit because it's like fucking. You know when you, it's so much happens and you fucking kind of like. You kind of get your hands on it all at once. I think it's going to leak out bit by bit, but fucking, I think we've done well there to get an hour of it out. Try to try to get like fucking four days of carnage into fifty-five minutes. Oh, oh my god, I'm going to be paying for this for a long, long time. Well, thank you for our wonderful stag do cream. Very welcome. And shout out to Matty for fucking doing his bit. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for everybody that came and. Uh, Love you all. Fuck, I'm, I'm running out of words. Bye. Bye.